Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Hello, hello, welcome back to Witchy Wellness, and you are listening to episode 161, tuning in to Intuition with Sheila V. While I was manifesting and living my dream life, I know that it includes mind, body, and soul health, which means ditching the toxic people, the toxic work environment, and the products that are wrecking havoc on you and your goals. One simple change I did years ago was to switch my cleaning and laundry skincare routine from some crap to something more powerful, potent, and pure. So if you are interested in learning more about that and how essential oils can help you ditch all the toxic crap, mind, body, and soul, and yes, it does help promote better feeling emotions and lessen that anxiety, join me and my team every Monday on Zoom at either 2 p.m. or 8 p.m. Easterns for our intro to essential oils class. A different teacher will be guiding you each week and it's great for beginners or even a good refresh on the top 10 essential oils that you can use to revamp and cleanse your life. RSVP in the show notes in that link to save your spot and make sure you say Lauren Talentani sent you while spots are unlimited. Make sure to book and reserve your spot today. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 161, Tuning into Intuition with Sheila V. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, my name is Lauren, and this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way. They're actually leading your way. And today we are talking with the beautiful, wonderful Sheila V. She is a professional psychic medium and the author of Brave, Courageously Live Your Truth, a successful finance director before a spiritual awakening changed the course of her life. Sheila knows what it's like to be an outlier in the corporate world. She's passionate about enabling others to help open themselves up to a spiritual wisdom so they can step into their purpose and live powerful and authentic lives. She's appeared on Australian television show, Psychic TV, all about you as a professional psychic medium. Sheila has cultivated her skills at the prestigious Arthur Finley College in London and studying through renowned experts such as Dr. Shana Shapiro, Sri Kapralu, Bahat Maharaj, and James Van Priu. She has intuitive workshops and readings to help thousands transform their thinking about spirituality, especially in the corporate world, and enable them to build a more fulfilling life. Her book, released this past September, promise, promises to help countless of more brave souls as it lays a clear roadmap for professional women to reclaim their personal power and begin living their truth through learning and listening to their intuition. That is one powerful intro. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you, Lauren. It's such a pleasure to be here. Yeah, likewise. I know we talked out there. There's so many ways and so many things we could talk about today because I love all the things that you are about. But I wanted to hear how, you know, we we have these beautiful written bios. And it makes it feel so seamless, that transition. But 
going through a spiritual awakening and being in corporate America has to probably be quite the feat to, to, to navigate quite the journey. How did you, how did that come about and how did you transition out of that into what you do today? Look, my spiritual awakening uh, and most people's spiritual awakenings are messy, unglamorous, and they don't appear on social media. That's just the truth of it. I feel now for the modern woman and man awakening, there's a lot more support. Years ago, I mean, I had my, I call it my official awakening about seven years ago where I started to really understand my psychic and mediumship skills. But if I look back all the way to my childhood, I was hypersensitive, I had trauma at a young age, I suffered from depression at a young age. And these are kind of some of the hallmarks of being highly sensitive, psychic, and really kind of connected to the other side. So it's made me into the healer and reader I am now, but all the way back then, it was it was truly, I guess, a messy process. Um, in my early 30s, I leaned into meditation. I, I did Buddhism for a couple of years. I followed Krishna for a couple of years. And I, do, I did all this kind of weird stuff, you might call it, when I had a corporate job and I really hid that side of me. And I think we're at a time now where we shouldn't be hiding any part of ourselves. And I think... COVID has taught us all of that. It's pushed us back home where we've got to look at our lives and really get honest and truthful with who we are. So uh, I guess in terms of the awakening, my formal awakening was when I did an intuitive class, intuitive workshop, and uh, I had my first experience as being a medium where I spoke to a deceased uncle on the other side and I brought through all this evidence. And I come from a line of mediums and psychics in my family but we don't talk about it. It was like this thing we don't talk about. So I never had any training and I never honored it within myself. But I do recall in that class, it was a distinct aha moment where I thought, oh my God, this is what I'm meant to do with my life, to use these intuitive abilities. And that began two or three year journey of studying any workshop I could under any teacher I could. I read every book I could about metaphysics and psychic abilities and mediumship and I really mastered and honed the craft. That's why I teach it now because I felt like there was no like process I felt back then to help me. Um, I'm passionate about this because I hid myself in corporate land. You know, we, we put masks on when we go to work and I'm, I'm against that, you know. So in my course, when I teach it, I'm like, how can you honor this more every day? And I think right now in this day and age, it's much more easier to speak up about these abilities than it has ever been before. Oh yeah. It's like so normal to, I don't want to say normal, but you hear these catchphrases, like people say chakras now. And, mm. you know, even five, 10 years ago, that would have been, no one would have known what that was. And um, it's definitely the awakening, I think, of humanity. There's a potential in all of us. And what I like to think about is if you want to heal the world, you have to heal yourself. You have, you know, come home to yourself first. And I know similar story is, you know, almost feeling like you live in this, this dual, this dual life and how you feel. So, so, um, the sense of coming home through exploring spirituality and awakening to your gifts, how, if you are starting kind of in that transition, how can you, how, how can you start to use that transition of coming this corporate woman into really embodying who you are. Maybe it's not quitting your job or anything, but how do you start to embody that truth 
in every area of your life and, and not feel like you're living this dualistic life? Yeah, 100. That's a great question. I did, I've done a few little videos about that as well. The first thing I say is don't quit your job because this is feeling of wanting to run from your old world, your old life. And there is a real strong sense I had that nothing made sense anymore. All my choices to do an MBA, to, to on my way to, you know, climb the corporate ladder, I started to really question everything. It's an actually a really important time in your life to question everything because what's really happening is it's the beginning of your ego being dissolved and everything that you thought was you, you know, I would call myself, I am a you know commercial manager. I am a director. It's the beginning of me going, I'm not that it's, it's, it's a role and it's a, it's a choice I made. And, and, and the, the process you go through of detaching from relationships and job titles and the safety of salary is to come home to yourself. And inevitably you've got to heal through any childhood trauma any trauma from your past has to be addressed. So I, I have a course about like the path of ascension, I call it. The first part is the awakening. The awakening tends to happen quite suddenly and it tends to happen after a dark night period, after something quite challenging happens in your life. So a job loss, a death, an end of your marriage or a significant romantic loving relationship ends and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know who I am without it. And then you awaken to tools and methods that go beyond this reality where you start to wanting to connect to the other side, meet your spirit team, because you realize there are more answers in other dimensions than there are here. Even though you don't know there is another dimension, you start to go, I think there might be something more than my life, right? And you start to need new soul tribes and new women and men around you to help you on your path. So the first part can be quite unglamorous. It can be quite distressing. You can feel quite lost and confused. There are a lot of great books now to read about shining your light. In my, in my book, Brave, it really is a pathway through the awakening process. I call it the courageous path. Um, uh, there's a chapter I've, I've, I love that I've written about signs and synchronicities. Once you have your awakening, you will have an acceleration of signs guiding you forward. And I feel like signs are your reward for courage because you're about to start making big new changes in your life perhaps leaving the marriage, leaving the job, starting to work part-time as a, as a healer or a coach or a mentor. A lot of people are doing that. And there's a lot less points of reference forward because probably no one around is doing that or very few people. So you will start receiving signs. And in my book, I write about how to receive signs because the universe is really always trying to communicate to you. We just don't know how to receive the information from the universe. And you can be taught this. It's teachable. It's learnable. You know, it's it's something I've learned organically. And I'm like, how can I accelerate this for people? So have you received signs, Lauren? Have you found Oh, I'm that? just going to ask you. I am like a repeating numbers queen. Yeah. Like and not any particular numbers, just repeating numbers of any kind. And I'll, and I'll even ask for it. Like um, when I go for a car ride or something, a drive, I'll just kind of connect. Like I can feel my third eye connecting right now. And I'd say, it'd be fun if I'd see some, some repeating numbers. I like manifesting them, but it, seeing numbers for me, if whether, you know, I'm, I'm feeling really good thinking about something or doing something, seeing those numbers, or maybe I'm worried about something. And, you know, for me, I went through a divorce and I, and now I have found a beautiful, beautiful partner. We've been together for three years but those wounds are still coming up to heal new layers and new layers from that inner child. And 
I'm sure generations and lifetime, you know, all the other dimensions, but you know, we're here to heal this lifetime. And if I get anxious about this from past trauma, I have to recenter myself. I, I will get, I will hear songs. Like we'll be, you know, walking by a restaurant and our song will come on. If I'm anxious in my head, things like that, that are like telling me it's okay. Keep going. Be courageous is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, you, and basically it's your guide and your ancestors of the light, you know, of high vibrational light around you trying to communicate to you. You know, the universe is constantly conspiring to help us. Sometimes that process is messy and sometimes that process makes no sense. And even in my book I write, sometimes we feel like the universe is punishing us, you know, yet we're being saved from our small life. So I've lost, I lost my job um, at this quite prestigious company and I lost my job and I talk about it in my book. I lost my job literally a month after I got back from the Arthur Finlay College, which the first time I went, it's a beautiful college where you study the art of mediumship. It's in England. And I went there and for a whole week long, I channeled dead people. I wasn't quite sure if I had the ability or how strong the ability was, but after one week, I was like, oh, my God, I love this work. I love being a medium. I love sitting with people and helping them communicate to the other side. And I thought, I need to do this work. When I got back home to Sydney, I sat at my desk. And every day when I turned on my computer, as the computer was warming up, I'd look up to the heavens and I'd say, I wish I didn't have this job. I wish I could work as a medium. So I was putting in my order to the universe, fire me. I don't want this job. Like find a way to take it away. So four weeks later when I was fired and I, I considered myself really good at my job too. So this interesting sequence of events happened to create the ending of my job. I look back now and I think, wow, how smart and kind is the universe that it created that. After I lost my job, I, I had no heart to go back and get another corporate job. I created my website. And then about three or four months later, I was asked to go on psychic TV. So all these amazing doors started to open up that led me to start doing this work. I ended up going back into the corporate um, world uh, about eight months later. I was ready because I'd done the first kind of stage of setting up my business. So for those people out there that are thinking, do I, you know, I don't want to give up the job, I'm worried about money, you might be just taking a dip out to dip back in later to save more money, right? So nothing's permanent, but I got courageous and the universe helped me along with that. And then I and I dive straight in and set up my business and I got really intentional. So once you step in and say to the universe, yes, I'm willing to do my soul work, I'm willing to serve, I'm willing to use my gifts that I know I have, the universe does help you. I've just found it does not look like what you think it's going to look like. No, and I have to, it's not a funny story, but one of my friends who's into all of this work, she um, is a busy mom of four kids and she was telling herself for a month before the holidays, I just wish I could sit home and watch movies all day. I don't want to be doing all the, you know, like running to all these events she ended up manifesting COVID and she did have to sit home and watch movies all day. And she was happy about it. Actually, she thought it was yeah. funny, but a smaller version of what you just said, it's, you know, when you ask, you yeah. shall receive in ways you least expect. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And that's why we've got to get so intentional with our words and our thoughts. It creates our reality. You know, beyond psychic work and mediumship work, I also, you know, mentor women in how to really consciously manifest and move, uh, I guess, in quantum, you know, use the quantum field to create the life you want. And, you know, that's where I've, even you, Lauren, you probably find you're just evolving as a, as a, as someone who does podcasts and as a mentor and a coach, and you've got a corporate job too. So we, we evolve on this path. We don't just start working and that's it. We're constantly being tested and pushed. I never thought I'd write a book. Never thought I'd be speaking around the world about, you know, the subjects. I never thought I'd be going into corporates and keynote speaking about spirituality, you know. And so uh, my life's taken me on such an amazing, interesting, inspiring journey. I've needed to surrender at every step and trust the universe has my back and it consistently has had my back. Yeah, the surrender part is huge. Huge. And that's what, yeah. And, and people say, how do you surrender? I personally believe having a coach or mentor helps you with the process. So I yeah. now have two tools I use in different spaces and I'll never not work with someone myself. Um, every step of the way, you'll need someone just to help you in this 3D reality to start trusting other dimensions. And I, I do believe working with a teacher is just going to, you know, someone that's a bit ahead of you on the path that can show you the way will really take you the way that you're meant to go. Yeah. And, and one note about surrender. Um, I heard this a few weeks ago, a butterfly, an example of a caterpillar when it's in the chrysalis, when it, when it's in that transformation, it's cells, the literal immune cells are fighting itself from the transformation because it complete, it goes from a caterpillar to this goo and it doesn't know it's going to turn into a butterfly. It doesn't know this beautiful transformation is going to happen. The immune cells fight to the death. And it is when they surrender, when they have no energy left that the transformation can complete. And I find that so much with surrender and overcoming, you know, whatever you want to call it, your inner child, the inner critic, the default self, these programs you've had from lifetimes and dimensions and even just this lifetime. And a lot of people, myself included, getting to this work, those voices are so loud and you come to it saying, I just don't want to feel this way. Do you find a lot of people come and don't really know what they want and they, they kind of can get stuck in this? I just, they focus on what you don't want. <laughs> 100%. I think, I think that's most people do that. Yeah. Point. And until they have their first leap of courage, the first time they take a big leap in life into, you know, a, a life of authenticity or, you know, their, their big dream, their big wish, like you, Lauren, years ago, you know, needed to take a leap to start this podcast. And after you learned that this was going to work out and expand and grow and, and really enrich your life because you get people reaching out around the world. And here we are, I'm in Sydney, you know, you're in North America and we're connecting. After you have more confirmation of how amazing this path is, you have found taking leaps of courage much easier as the time's gone on. Do you still come up against resistance? Absolutely. But it's like, uh, I mean, there's no analogy, but after the butterfly um, after the caterpillar becomes the butterfly, it goes, wow, look how beautiful I am. 
if it had to become a bigger butterfly and do more butterfly things, that that transformation process will probably happen quicker with a bit more ease and and that caterpillar or that butterfly would would lean into surrender faster. I find it's the first time you do it, you know, is the, the place of most resistance and then after that you get some mastery of it. You know, and, and you start realizing I can lean in and ask for help. I can get a coach. You know, I can em- empower myself to move faster through this path or, you know, I want to move quantum. I'm going to quantum leap in my life. Um, you start to get hungry for that. And, 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 but to answer your question, a lot of people come to me. The most common questions I get asked is what's my purpose? Have I met the one? When will I meet the one? So everyone's looking for love. And for loving and how to love their life. You know, how to love and be loved and how to love their life. They're the two common, but it's about love. And uh, there's a there's a real stuckness because a lot of the time people don't want to let go of things that don't serve them. So in my work, I have to do a lot of work on loosening the grip on the past or the way we've become conditioned as kids. Like some people um, don't believe they can get divorced. What will a family think? The shame. And so I've got to help people through whatever that limiting belief is that's bringing so much shame. Once they move through that, on the other side of shame is empowerment. On the other side of shame, I believe, is courage. I agree too. I think it's kind of, it's working with those chakras, those lower energy centers. And a lot of that's like that root and sacral energy, the blame and the shame. And I find working with the solar plexus, that willpower, that's huge in surrender. I've been getting really into breath work this past year and doing a lot of breath retention. And you, ha- I have to get that solar plexus activated and it's about overcoming it and pushing myself in a healthy way to be able to surrender. So how, what have you found with like that balance of surrendering and willpower? Maybe you look at it a completely different way than that, but is there a, a different facet or a different side of surrender? Look, surrender comes after you create your vision. So some people make the mistake of not having a vision or having an intention, but they want to surrender to anything. I surrender to my universe taking care of me. And I say, okay, where where are you going? Like you are still in the driver's seat of your life. So you still need to, you know, um, have an intention around family, your career, your life. You still need to, free will is still at play here. And so we create a vision. That's why vision boards with movement and sound are so important. It joins both the hemispheres of the brain when you have music and movement and the vision um, and then the feeling into the vision, right? So I've had things in my vision board that um, haven't, haven't manifested exactly as I've wanted. However, they have happened and that's where the surrender is needed and sometimes we need to surrender to the timing so that's why divine timing is important we want something this year and it might actually be best aligned next year so you've got to trust the universe is going to give you ultimately what you want it might look different and just have a different timing around it but you need to create the vision first yeah I so agree about the timing and I I this is my default I have to remind myself of this all the time I'm not in a rush to get anywhere I'm perfectly where I need to be and you said divine timing it's you know if you were handed this huge successful 
business or whatever you want to do, whatever your dream is, are you that person today that could actually keep that going to manage that, to know how to do everything? Chances are you probably aren't there from a, from a 3D perspective, even yeah. you yeah. wouldn't know how to do that yet. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, especially, you know, um, early on the path, we, we're, we're learning how to manage our energy. And so even myself, as I gain a lot more clients and my book spreads around the world, um, I'm learning how to play more and how to be more efficient with my energy. And so that when I'm working, I can give my clients the best, but my downtime is really downtime. And I did not learn that skill in the corporate world. So I work long and exhausting hours and I did not think about energy. I was very much focused on productivity and not even productivity on output and being seen to be outputting a lot. And uh, I was a perfectionist. And I opened my one of my first things I speak about in my book is overcoming perfectionism. So after you have your awakening, anything that is a shadow in your life will need to get addressed. <laughs> I was a perfectionist. I was a people pleaser. I was someone who desperately wanted love but pushed every guy away. You know, I was threatening, you know, and I was, I didn't realize how threatening I could be to, to men, you know, because corporate woman with an MBA and I was not in my feminine. So after my initial awakening, I had to do years of work on my, you know, my unconscious mind, my thoughts, my behaviors. Um, and I, I've, I've studied a lot of different modalities and I experienced things like ayahuasca in Peru. I, I flew into Peru, into the Amazon. I did five ceremonies with a shaman there. Um, this was four or five years ago, right? So I, I've, I've worked in many different ways <laughs> to learn about myself, heal myself, and also uncover the mysteries of the universe. You know, I'm a, a seeker of the truth. And I think you never stop learning when you're seeking the truth. I think I just went totally off your question then, Lauren. But no, but I love where it went. And I think there's no there's no end, end in sight for seeking. And I, I my perfectionist in me hates that because I, you know, I'm recovering perfectionist as well. But the truth in me loves that because it's it's endless. Um, but I back to what you said beautifully, and I know so many of us can relate to that. I see that with so many powerful women of our, of our generation, you know, millennial women who's, you know, my mom is a feminist, was a feminist. That's why my name is spelled the way that it is because it's a unisex spelling and right. she didn't want me to get discriminated against. She had to overcome a lot, even in the U S and high school and corporate America, she has her MBA too. And like, when you see these strong, powerful women and myself included at times, who are so in their masculine, but not from a healthy perspective, because we're in this like young society and it just go, 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 go. Like you said, output, not productivity output. And um, I think of uh, Adriana Huffington and, and her, her books about thrive and sleeping and just stepping in being that strong, powerful woman and doing all those awesome things taking care of yourself because I'm learning that balance too, you know, still working in corporate America, doing this podcast, having a coaching business and taking care of me. Cause I, this past year, my body was saying, uh, excuse me, excuse me. You need to readdress that again. Like, 
you, you, you think, you know, you might not be replenishing in ways that you, you thought you were. And we are so driven by caffeine. We'll just look at caffeine too in society that I, I actually had to like cut all of that to replenish my life force. But anyway, I got off topic too with that, but I see a lot of women, my friends, our generation who get into the spiritual work because they're so, I don't even want to say so they're masculine, they're high achieving women. And they realize there's more to life than what they thought there was. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful opening to start doing the work. I think a lot of women are realizing that we don't need to push or pull. We're going to be, you know, and, and it's been some difficult lessons that I've had to learn over the years. And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching and mentoring now, because I wish I'd had someone just shake me in my late twenties and say, what are you doing? You know, do you realize the road you're going down? And, um, I could have saved myself a lot of heartache. Uh, in hindsight, it was my Dharma because by going down that path, you know, I transformed myself to such a state that I could write a book and, uh, you know, we learn deeply when we have the lived experience. So I have, I have all the battle scars. Um, we're in a modern day now where women are empowered. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman of color at, a, I sat at the board table in a finance role. It's very male dominated. And I never once let any of those things um, hold me back. I never had a limiting belief about being able to be at the board. I never had a limiting belief whether I could be um, on a psychic TV and an executive, you know, director at the same time. I was like, I can do this. I thought I'm, no one really has done this before, been visible in a public company as a director and gone on TV to do this weird woo-woo thing, right? But I thought, well, I'm going to. And if someone's got an issue, they can address it with me. And so, you know, because I didn't have limiting beliefs, I've got to places. My thoughts have created my reality and I didn't have limitations about being dark-skinned, you know, in a country um, that, that doesn't have as many dark-skinned people. I just refuse to be limited by things. And as a result, so many opportunities have opened up for me purely by mindset. Yeah, and that's, that is a testimonial to having a coach, having community to help guide you through that space because I ask myself all this time, I believe, I'm sure if you're listening to the show, you create your own reality. Yes. But where, but where does that belief fall short? everywhere, but my finances or, Oh, you know, love, I'm never going to find the right. I only attract the, you know, where does that belief fall short? Find somebody who is further on that path that can hold that space and can guide you for you to do the work and to be able to, to bring those shadows to the light, to, to surrender them, really bring you back to surrender is (laughs) A hundred percent. You know, I, in my book, I write about freezing my eggs. I'm going a bit off topic here, but freezing my eggs at 38. I froze my eggs and I'm 45 now and I'm starting IVF uh, next month with my partner, my fiance. Congrats. That's beautiful. And, you know, I'm, I'm old. I'm a geriatric pregnancy and statistics, yeah. the statistics are not stacked in my favor. Yet I refuse to believe that I cannot have a child. You know, I froze my eggs. I got empowered and I'm like, I, I will do this. Um, and so I'm holding that and my partner Tyson and I talk about um, 
you know, our child and describing our child and, and feeling that soul around us. And he holds a high vibration in the relationship with me. And so there's always a stat that's going to say no. And you've got to find the stat that is like, yes, and be that. Yeah. And, and to that point, surround yourself with people, not only in your own mind, but with people who support that. Because 100%. if you, if you are teetering and where does that belief fall short, you're going to, I don't say manifest, but people will come and question you, right? We'll say, well, it hasn't worked this far for your business. Why are you still, you know, or whatever the thing may be. And I realize when those things, when people do have those questioning beliefs, I go, Ooh, there's an area I need to readdress. I thought I was sure about, but you know, it's an opportunity rather than it happening to me as a victim it's happening for me yeah exactly yeah Yeah, just just to show you there's a bit more work to be done or if you're not manifesting it it's like yeah let's look at that limiting belief and where did it start doing inner child therapy having regressions you know working with a coach or mentor that's overcome the same challenge you've overcome right so if they've done it it's more evidence that you can do it Awesome. Yeah. I wanted to bring, well, we can just transition the conversation a little bit to awakening intuition. Cause I, I love your story about, you know, awakening, becoming a medium, you know, really awakening your psychic gifts. You, you help people with this. You have your course helps people with this. I, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to be cheeky. Can everybody awaken to their intuition? Is I mean, is it possible that we all have these psychic gifts or? 100%. Everyone has psychic gifts. It's just how pronounced they are. I mean, technically everyone can sing. I mean, I don't think I can sing. And I've studied like jazz piano uh, in my 20s. And uh, my teacher at the time said, yes, yeah, she can sing. And I could sing four notes. I could hit four notes on the piano. It's not the whole octave, but it was four notes. Is that enough to make me want to become a sing, you know, professional singer? No. Intuition's kind of the same. Some people are born with very pronounced intuitive gifts. So I do come from a line of mediums and, and, and psychics, right? So my gifts were a little bit more pronounced. Maybe that's so that I became a teacher. Um, everyone has intuition. Everyone has had a gut feeling. Everyone's had a knowing. And most people have had some psychic phenomenon come up, men included. Even sceptical people have had that and they've been stopped. And in my book, I call it sign shock, where you have this sign from the universe comes in and you think, no way, that can't be true. And I've had stories from clients and male clients where someone's passed away and they've had paranormal phenomena happen within a day, two, three days, a week, um, a message from the other side, right? It, it has happened to most people. Yet collectively there is a limiting belief that we can't do it. I feel like my lifelong work is to start dispelling that myth, in, especially in corporate America and Australia. Um, everyone can use their intuition. The first thing I teach is connecting to your spirit guides, your own personal spirit team. In my first lesson, and I teach protection up front. Because the most common things I find and the most common questions I have are, do I have spirit guides? Can I connect to them? Um, How do I connect to them? And then with protection, it's I'm really scared if I open up, I'm going to see things. I used to see things as a child I don't want to see. 
things. I'm scared I'm going to know things I don't want to know. So I just lay a foundation in week one that sets people up to like open up safely. And then once you connect with your own spirit team, that they, those high vibrational energies uh, start to activate your own psychic ability. And then there's an acceleration of your psychic um, ability through the 10 weeks that I train. And um, I'm, I'm always just so delighted at how moved and touched people are when they connect to their spirit guides. Quite often they find there's an ancestor that will come through. They'll even say to me, Sheila, my grandmother comes through quite often. And then once they do the spirit guide meditation, it's like really strong because you start to really believe it, right? And belief and, and, and trust is the most strongest vibration you can put out to the universe. They're like, yes, they're believing and trusting. We can come in closer into the auric field. We can really merge our consciousness with theirs. We can start coming through in dreams more because they're opening up to this, right? Well, the chakras start getting opened, as you say. And so everyone can use it. It's just, do you want to? Exactly. And when I think about what beautiful things you just said, those light, high vibrational beings as your spirit guides, love them. This is a lesson for all of us, probably in any relationship of our life love themselves so much, they're going to maintain that vibration. They can't literally come down to the 3D. So when we start doing these this work and raising our vibration through practices and meditation and setting that intention, we can meet them up there to help activate that. Um, mm. But from the from these lower vibrations, it's you might not notice it or you can't connect because you're stuck in this victimhood, which is a very, that's a very, very dense vibration. A hundred percent. And they're always there around you. That's why as a reader, I can see the guides around you. Right. So it's just like a level of like you lifting your own vibration so you can connect to them without a psychic medium. So the spirit guides are just an intermediary between you and your higher self. So you're not able to connect to your higher self because you have low self-esteem. You've had trauma. We've had um, a lack of trust in our own self. So it's a blockage to accessing our higher version of ourselves. So what the guides do is they come in as intermediaries until you've integrated so much of the knowledge, you've lifted your vibration that you just connect into the higher version. So people get confused. They go, is it the same or not? I'm like, they are helping you to connect to your higher self. They might be meeting you at a bit of a lower, still a higher vibration than where you are, but lower than uh, um, the highest version of yourself, just so you can connect, just so you can connect just so that you can start getting the information that's coming through. Because in truth, your higher self might be saying, leave the marriage. The lower self is like, I don't, won't be able to pay the bills. I hate, I don't want to be single. I, I don't know what to tell a family and friends, right? So spirit will come in and start to gently work with those fears. We'll meet you going, okay, well, what are you going to say to your mom? How do we have the conversation? Um, how do you stop worrying about money? The guides will meet you at that level and start working to lift you up where you're sovereign and your head and heart in alignment and you can be brave and leave, right? So the guide's always conspiring to help you. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Um, people are interested in all this. I know that the the uses, the the gifts are endless, but if you're interested in this or thinking, is this work kind of for me? 
what are some things we kind of went over it with the love and the purpose? What are some things that this could probably help you with work through transform, I guess, ideal clients that have found success? Gosh, I've got a whole range. I work with mentors and coaches that want to start using their psychic abilities with their clients, like doing mini readings or just psychically tuning into what the client needs. I work with um, a woman uh, that's human design expert and she wants to do intuitive human design. So if you want to bring in a level of psychic ability or intuitive ability to your healing or your coaching business, I'm a coach to the coaches. You know, I I find that I I love helping people in their businesses thrive. Um, I've got women going through heartbreak and, um, you know, divorce and getting over job loss, which is also one of those hallmarks of the awakening process. So if you come into the course, you'll find you're going to start to trust your intuition because these things happened uh, and you didn't trust your intuition. So these disruptions happened to your life. So it's an awakening to start trusting your intuition to get really in alignment with what the next chapter looks like. Um, you probably have had experiences where you, you, you know that you've got abilities. You may be hesitant to call them psychic or mediumship, uh, but this is a course that will help you really get clear on uh, what those abilities are and how to work with them safely. Um, And you might already be a practitioner and you're wanting to really supercharge your clairvoyance or your clairaudient, which is clear hearing from spirit or clairsentient, clear feeling. So we work with all the different ways, all the different clairs, all the different ways you've received psychic information. I dissect that down into the different ways and teach how do you hear, how do you see more, how do you feel from spirit, how do you know the truth. So it's just it's just a real strong foundational course when you're having an awakening. From that, you can leap into more of how to heal and serve humanity. It's just a really, pe- people have just loved how to transform their business and their lives. I love it. That sounds like fun. I want to, I want to look into signing up too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness, Sheila. Thank you so much for coming on. I look down, I'm like, we are in the quantum with no time and space right now. It's like, it does not exist. Was there anything else you wanted to wrap up before we start to close on the show? Well, I just, I just want to share with your listeners, if they just want to get a sense of what it's like, to, what, what kind of support you need after you've had your awakening, read my book, Brave, because I take you through the stages and I'm going to really normalize what you're going through. You know, healing the mother wound I talk about. I talk about getting through your dark night of the soul, your your deep crisis that you're going through and how to thrive through these, you know, these times. Um, You know, I talk about how to receive signs from the universe. So just just as a support for you, I wrote this book to support women primarily to empower them through crisis. And I spent 2018 writing this book. Like I spent before COVID, the year before COVID, I I did COVID. (laughs) I locked myself away with no money or certainty and I wrote this book and I did it to truly serve. I gave up my corporate executive role. You know, I saved what I could and I was like, I got to live off this money for a year while I write this book. So read the books. I really wrote it to heal and help, help women heal themselves help women empower themselves. So that would be my invitation to you. Mm, mm -mm. Uh, We'll have all that in the show notes. And thank you so much, Sheila, for coming on and 
delighting us, enlightening us with this conversation today. And we close every single show the same way. How may we, the listeners, as an act of gratitude, be of service for you in return today? Oh, bless that. I I love that you say that. Well, I love to serve. So if you want to reach out and have a a, a psychic reading with me, you can reach out on SheilaV.co. If you read my book and you love it, just just write a little review or send me a little um, message on Instagram, just sharing with me what you got out of it. I just love that. I love the feedback. I love the, the insights and the wisdom that you've gained as I share my story. Um, and I've got my awakening course starting in February. It's the 16th, 17th, I think of February. It's different time zones. It's different days in Sydney. It's Thursday morning. And I think in North America, it's Wednesday night. Um, and it's 10 weeks and it will change your life. That's my promise to you. So if you're hearing this and you've got a tingle in your body, perhaps it's the right course for you. So I guess allow me to serve you would be an honor. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. And if you, if you guys are listening to this episode, you think of somebody, someone popped into your head, make sure to send it along. And if you guys haven't already, make sure to subscribe and also write a review that really helps with you wellness and all of our beautiful guests like Sheila, get this message out, ripple that beautiful high vibration out into the world and yeah, transform it. Thank you so much, Sheila, for coming on. It was such a pleasure diving into all things woo and corporate with you. Girl after my own heart. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It's been fantastic, Lauren. Thank you for having me on. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.